You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. If ever one thinks they're too small to make changes, then they have never slept in bed with a mosquito. Reported by Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Wren III, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafield, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Najoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. We are not powerless, and through our videos, writings, and photographs, we will expose the abuses and tyranny of United States Drug Enforcement Agency. Just as the video was recorded by the cell phone camera of young Darnella Frazier, bore witness to the murder of George Floyd the blog youarewithinthenorms.com bears witness and both allows the system to be held accountable. We are healthcare providers, physicians, dentists, pharmacists, not street drug dealers. On June 27, 2022, the Supreme Court, in a 9-0 vote in Ruan versus the United States of America, Justice Stephen Bayer wrote that the authority to prescribe medications was the right of the prescribing physician alone. No entity or person can supersede this right. In addition, Justice Bayer says that the dose, quantity, and combination are determined by the prescribing healthcare provider. Justice Bayer further states that because of actions by physicians, millions of lives have been saved because physicians were free to use combinations of drugs off-label. Walter F. Wren 3MD July 28, 2022 Through the use of a well-polished media campaign of enablers such as Terry's Baldies of the Detroit Free Press and Robert Snell of the Detroit News, physicians of the Warren Payne Center were found guilty before they had gone to trial. Such tactics have become common among prosecutors. However, what is not being reported are the abuses of AGs and the thousands of systematic deaths of chronic pain control patients from this war on pain care and the weaponization of the legally prescribed opioid pain medication. The targeted doctor has been the majority of color. Robert Snell of the Detroit News May 2019 Until federal agents shut down the clinic in December, Warren's Pain Center USA had an armed guard, a body count, and standing orders for patients to undergo unnecessary back injections in exchange for pain pills, according to a briefly unsealed search warrant affidavit obtained by the news. The article read, House of Pain, Feds Detail Alleged Pill Mill Scheme at Warren Pain Center. Warren, pain pill scalpers roamed the parking lot at a Macomb County clinic embroiled in one of the nation's largest health care fraud cases, chugging booze, smoking weed, and buying drugs hot off the prescription pad, according to the FBI. The FBI painted a deadly portrait of life inside Pain Center USA, which rose to prominence amid the nation's opioid epidemic, as part of its federal filing to convince a judge to approve the seizure of almost $26 million from the clinic's owner and medical team. Batra, 77, was being hunted in early December, he just didn't know it yet. 
The affidavit Robert Snell obtained included allegations that offered a glimpse inside what investigators call one of the largest healthcare fraud cases in U.S. history. It showed how the FBI infiltrated the clinic with an undercover agent and a whistleblowing doctor identified only as Physician One, who claimed to be disgusted by the scene inside Pain Center USA. That Physician One was identified as Hirsch Patel MD. According to the filing, I don't feel like a physician right now, Patel told FBI Special Agent Mark Kroger. I feel like a fraud. According to the grand jury indictment filed in December 2018, clinic doctors prescribed more than 13 million doses of opioids and billed medical insurers almost $500 million since January 2013. However, during the trial lead investigator from the FBI in Detroit, Mark Kroger, mysteriously disappeared and did not make a single appearance in the courtroom. It was revealed to the jury that they paid an actively using crack cocaine addict, Henderson Butler, $16,800 to visit the pain center 11 times to try to set up the doctors to commit healthcare fraud. Dr. Lewis's attorney Ron Chapman brought this up during his closing argument, which was very interesting. Clinic owner Dr. Rajendra Batra of Bloomfield Hills, an internationally acclaimed surgeon, and five other doctors face prison time if convicted. All have had not guilty pleas entered on their behalf. Snell further wrote, Defense lawyers representing Batra and five other clinic physicians either refused to comment or did not respond to multiple messages. According to public records and the FBI affidavit, they also lived a lavish lifestyle during the alleged conspiracy. Batra is worth at least $35 million, and clinic physician Dr. David Lewis bragged about earning $100,000 per month and driving a maroon and silver 1965 Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud, according to the FBI. FBI agents labeled Pain Center USA a pill mill, but today the pearly white medical building on Van Dyke north of 11 Mile resembles Roman ruins. The clinic, where one patient overdosed on heroin in a waiting room in October, is closed, and the parking lot is empty, except for a row of statues marking the doctor's reserved parking spots. They depict Roman goddesses, including Venus and Diana the Huntress. Batra, 77, was being hunted in early December, he just didn't know it yet. On December 4, the FBI received permission from U.S. Magistrate Judge Mona Majzub to seize money from 19 bank accounts linked to Batra and his team of doctors. According to the FBI, the money was generated by a complex scheme to commit health care fraud and money laundering. FDA Legal Pain Medications on Trial Among pain center doctors, David Lewis, 41, had one of the highest rates of prescribing Schedule II pain medication, a category that carries a high potential for abuse and includes fentanyl and oxycodone, according to the FBI agent. David Lewis MD, Lewis's defense team, told the jury he never in his medical career wrote a single prescription for opana, hydromorphone as alleged in the indictment. He further stated he avoided opioid prescribing and often tried getting patients off opioids. During the closing, he was grateful to Dr. Hirsch Patel because his 9.5 hours of secret audio helped illuminate a day of the life of Dr. Lewis. And then, he went on and used the audio to illustrate the excellent care Lewis was providing. From 2016 to 2018, Lewis prescribed more than 930,000 doses of medication, and almost 94% were Schedule II drugs, a category that includes fentanyl and oxycodone, according to the FBI. However, news reporter Robert Snelling failed to write that David Lewis was licensed to prescribe and dispense these types of medications and, during the trial, the prosecution produced absolutely no evidence of him writing a single to anyone for fentanyl oxycodone or oxymorphone. As the case began falling apart, prosecutor Brandy McMillian, a member of Delta Sigma Theta sorority, 
began accusing Lewis of prescribing low dosages of hydrocodone to stay under the DEA radar and failing to pay his fraternity dues as a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Prosecutor Brandy McMillian tried desperately to play the dark-skinned biggest blackman degradation campaign, as she focused specific attention on anesthesiologist Dr. David Lewis on being well-dressed, driving a nice car, and even on his fraternity affiliation, Alpha Phi Alpha. McMillian's plea offer, 30 to 37 months in prison for Dr. Chris Russo. Rejected. Russo stipulated memorandum re-plea negotiations. Download. Roman goddesses, including Venus and Diana the Huntress. We took them to the pool's deep end, where they couldn't swim. During the trial and testimony, we focused on the actual science, medicine, and care of chronic pain patients and their symptomatology and pathology. We broke down the actual charts and explained our decision-making regarding a multimodal approach to pain management. This included rational polypharmacy, including opioids and non-narcotic medications. DME, physical therapy, injections, urine drug screens, opioid agreements, pill counts, referrals to other specialists, including addiction medicine and surgical consultations. All of these things that they claimed were a conspiracy and fraud scheme. According to defense attorney Ronald Chapman, the jury wants to hear from the doctor, and failure to call the defendant to testify will certainly lead to an adverse inference against the defendant. While it is true that the judge instructs the jury that the defendant need not take the stand, the jury will be left without the physician's perspective. In a post-Ruan environment, this means that the jury will not get a sense of the defendant's reasons for prescribing. Most physicians facing prosecution for violating 21 U. SC 841A, find themselves the target of federal prosecution because they were trying to do their best under difficult circumstances. They may not have had sufficient controlled substance training, been too naive, may be elderly or possibly exhibit more compassion than other doctors leading them to accept patients that others will not. The jury needs to see the physician and understand their character to see the difference between the evil drug dealer the government will make them out to be. David Lewis MD. Gainu Edu MD. Two of the defendants, Dr. David Lewis and Dr. Gainu Edu, chose to testify in their defense and provided unimpeached testimony that the care they rendered was legitimate and necessary to treat the patient's medical needs. The prosecution narrative melted like an ice cube in the Arizona desert when it was broken down and presented to the jury. They had no answers for actual medical defense. We took them to the pool's deep end, where they couldn't swim. Acquitted on all counts of healthcare fraud and unlawful prescribing. Russo trial verdict form. Download. Attorney Ron Chapman 2. A strong defense in any 21 U.S.C. Section 841 prosecution against a prescriber requires a narrowing of the standard, solid expert testimony, and a strong presentation of the patient's medical need for the prescriptions issued by the physician. Federal prosecutions are shifting toward prosecution for mere violations of the standard of care. It is imperative that the defense bar reject any effort to charge and subsequently convict a physician for deviations from the standard of care. It must remain the case that to convict a physician for a violation of 21 U.S.C. Section 841A, the physician must have ceased practicing medicine and instead engaged in illicit drug trafficking. Lacking from the government's case, as attorney Ron Chapman too pointed out during the closing argument, was a complete analysis of the patient population to prove that the physicians engaged in a pattern of unlawful conduct. Chapman also pointed out the improper standard utilized by the government's experts and investigators, which sought to convict the physicians in what amounts to a mere difference of medical opinion. The expert witness called by the government, Dr. Maida, reviewed only six charts of pain patients who received treatment. From this review, the government suggested that the clinic was rife with fraudulent conduct. 
As Ron Chapman pointed out during closing arguments, this is inappropriate and inconsistent with Medicare policies that require a valid statistical sample, proper review, and provider education before determining that claims to the Medicare program are maliciously false. On the defense side, patients of the practice were called and testified that they received excellent care. The defense also called three physicians as expert witnesses to testify to the suitability of care rendered and a coding and billing expert. Helen Borel RN, PhD. Now we are free. DR.edu. DAR's Tish and David Lewis and daughter. Welcome home, dad slash Rajendra Batra. Warren Payne Center photo and staff. First full day of freedom in 3.5 years. For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, the gladiator now we are free. The norms. References. Indictment.124201801 Download. Donate legal defense. Or send. $175 or more to cash app colon dollar doc norm. Zell 3135103378. So, donate to the Pharmacist for Healthcare Legal Defense Fund.